This program was first broadcast on Arrow FM, Wadarapa's only community access media station, and shared on Access Media with the support of New Zealand On Air. Hey, hey, beautiful people, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy, because who is time for superficial chit-chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you, and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram at Ferguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica Ferguson here, and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, where I bring back for you Kat Kozad, mindset manifestation guru based in New York City. She is an absolute powerhouse and is one of the most authentic and real people that I have ever met on this journey so far. One that really goes into the true depth of emotion that we experience on this path, on this journey, where it's not about, you know, having this perfect life and smashing your goals, but actually the process and the things that we all navigate and the things that we all encounter. And you can find her online, Kat Kozad, a manifestation coach, and you can also find her podcast, which I will link in the description. Can't wait for you guys to hear this. This is so potent, and this is the difference between people who achieve their goals and those who don't. Let's get into it. Kat, my friend, welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Same. I'm so happy that you're here as well. And honestly, I woke up this morning. I was like, yes, I get to talk to Kat today. Um, I have a bit of a crush on you, I have to say. Like, your stuff just finds me at the perfect time. Like, your work, your... But it's not even your work, it's the way that you do it. It's the way that you express. It's just like, you know, all this noise on your feed and stuff. And then there's you, this voice of like rawness and honesty and authenticity. And it's just so beautiful. Like, I just can't get enough of you, honestly. So there you go. Thank you. (laughs) I receive all of that so much. Good. It's a big old love fest up in here. And I will come and hang out with you in New York one day. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) But for this particular conversation, and on that note, there was a post that you put up the start of this year, and it was very real and very honest and immediately caught my attention, obviously, Um, because as you do, you so beautifully speak to the balance and the duality, right, of having the high highs and the low lows. And I love this because you could just post pictures of yourself on the beach in Miami and be like, look how great my life is, everyone. Look how tan I am. Look, my New York apartment. And you do that, but you also share the journey. And so I'm so excited to have this conversation because I feel like this is such a huge part that's missing, right? The actual need to delve into the dark stuff and face the work. So where do we begin with this? Oh man, such a good question. Uh, first of all, thank you. And I love that it resonates with you because I agree. It's the part that's missing in the world of like manifestation, law of attraction, spirituality, healing, all of the things is like, we're almost taught we do the work, the inner work, quote unquote, the work in order to live this big, beautiful, amazing life. And yes, that is one of the benefits of it. 
But I don't think people normalize the fact that like we are still humans and we're always going to have the human experience and the human experience. One of the things that we are guaranteed in life is that it's always going to be painful. And it's like, instead of um like pretending that it's not going to be, or trying to like, quote unquote, fix ourselves to <laughs> not experience pain. I think the the most important thing that we could possibly do for ourselves is like learn to create a level of okayness and acceptance for the fact that pain is a constant in our life, change is a constant in our life, and that things aren't always going to go the way that we expect them to. And there is going to be the duality that happens and that we experience within all of that. Mm. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that on the way here. Um that I don't think anything has ever worked out the way I thought it was going to, actually. Like, not a single time. <laughs> like, yeah, so really it's like we've got to learn how to trust, right? And I, I love this so much because if we want to grow, if we want to have, you know, amazing lives, we're constantly changing. And it's yeah. like we're, we're taught to avoid pain. I'm like, no one's teaching us how to manage it um, and that it's not us and we don't have to identify as as it and that we can actually let it hit us like a truck but it's not glamorous and it's not instant worthy probably (laughs) totally no 100 percent. and I think that that's been one of the biggest things in my experience and like my journey for everybody who's listening is like I have created a life that is greater than anything that I could have ever imagined for myself. Did it turn out the way that I thought it was going to? Absolutely not. Does it ever turn out the way that I think it's going to? No, but it turns out so much better. And oftentimes there's some sort of uncomfortable lesson or some sort of growth period that I go through in order to create enough space inside of myself to welcome in the level of abundance that I've been manifesting into my life. And within that, it's not so much like you said, it's like, it's not so much of like trying to figure out how not to feel pain or avoid pain or whatever it may be, but instead like really understand that all emotions are welcomed and that like, although it's incredibly uncomfortable and it's not so fun to experience that it's not something that can take you off your path or it's not something that can, uh, destroy or hinder the progress that you've made on your journey towards creating the life that you want for yourself. And for me, being able to face my emotions, I used to be so fearful of my emotions and literally every single aspect of my life was like, what can I do to escape them? So it was drugs, it was alcohol, it was dating around, it was all of these different things. And none of it worked sustainably until I got to the place where it was like, okay, I get to look at these things head on. I get to create a level of safety inside of my emotion so that I am capable of actually moving to the other side because we're only capable of receiving as much joy and abundance and light and good things in our lives as we're willing to meet on the opposite end in terms of like darkness, sadness, pain, whatnot. I would say like, the more you can make love to your darkness, the more light you're actually going to welcome into your life. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. So such a potent reminder for everyone to think of. I like that's it. You're not being punished. You haven't done anything wrong. And I think that this, um, one thing that really bugs me is this toxic positivity culture <laughs> and went right. And I'm just like, seriously. And it's like anyone telling you to avoid your feelings or just, you know, use positive affirmations. 
is full of shit. They have no idea what they're talking about. And when I they're say literally like, full of shit. Yes, literally <laughs> up to the yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> I'll start ranting. But anyway, um, when I started learning about the subconscious mind and studying, I was just like, oh, it's all a lie. Everything we've been taught is a lie. Um, and all these, yeah, law of attraction people that are just like, just make vision boards and, and yeah, just sit around and wait for things to happen and ignore your negative feelings. And it's like, hang on. But just because you ignore them doesn't mean they're not there. They're still running your life. And it's like your power is in facing them, not avoiding them. Um, it just blows my mind. And yeah, how, how opposite the actual path is versus what I learned for so many years. And like my journey started with the book, The Secret. You know, they don't talk about any of this. It's all about just put your car on your vision board and sit on the couch and wait for it to appear. And I'm like, so naturally I was pretty, um, you know, I was like, I've been ripped off. Like I've obviously done something wrong. I've never felt ripped off, but I felt like I have failed somehow. Like I've obviously done something wrong because I'm not getting these magical miracles happening. But actually yeah. what I got was exactly what I asked for, which is the path <laughs> to get those things, which is, hey, here are your triggers. Here are your fears. Here are your limiting beliefs. Um, You get to shift these in order to get the car. And, I, and I'd be like, no, I'm being punished. Like I'm obviously not worthy. And obviously that was my limiting belief. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, that's one of the things that frustrates me the most in the world of manifestation is that like, this is why people don't think that manifestation is real. This is why people think that manifestation is this big liar, this big jip is because they approach manifestation from the traditional standpoint of like, push all negativity out of my mind. Do not address these things. Just focus on the abundance. And it's like, that can only get you so far. That's going to that's going to get you somewhere, but it's going to cap you out. And when it caps you out and you hit that wall and there's this level of frustration, what got you to that point isn't going to get you to the point that you want to be. It's not going to have you continue to accelerate. And that's really where um, learning to embrace your shadow and the emotion that you've repressed for such a long time comes into play so that you are able to continue to move forward and still have the human experience. I think that a lot of these resources, traditional manifestation resources, were not written with the human experience in mind because they often teach like we are spiritual beings. So it's like spiritual beings, they're light, they're love, they're this, they're that. It's like, yeah, we're spiritual beings, but we're human fucking beings. So therefore we must be human. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So this is why I love you so much. <laughs> it's like you validate what I already know. And th there are so few people talking about this, though. Even um a lot of like mindset kind of people, you know, it's very much like it's very um ego fueled. It's very like just control your mind. Hang on. But your whole body is freaking out. Like you, I'm literally in fight or flight right now. I'm not going to sit here and be like, all is well. Like I'm literally in fight or flight. Like my body is shaking. I haven't slept for three days. You know, that's not going to. That's not serving me. And that's actually not like compassionate to myself at all. But they don't talk about that. It's like, just, just choose. No, like, no, like, and I think that's been the biggest thing too. I, that, um, understanding that sitting in our emotions or like, and not, not dwelling, but processing our emotions is actually getting us to where we want to be. It's not slowing us down. It doesn't yeah. reverse your manifestation because you felt something that was coming up for you. 
And I think that was the thing. I had so much fear around that from all this, you know, toxic positivity stuff. Like, oh my gosh, I thought a negative thought is going to manifest straight away. Or like, I thought something bad, therefore I've ruined all my hard work. Like I'm weak, you know, that kind of thing. Totally. Absolutely. And the only way that that can be true is if you have the belief of it, which is the, the crazy thing about manifestation is like what you believe to be true is what will manifest. So if you believe you have to be happy all the time in order to manifest what you want into your life, then you're setting that condition for yourself. Nobody else is setting it for you. And it's like the universe, God, source, spirit, whatever it is for anybody who's listening, they're not saying, hey, you have to be happy all the time in order for you to live the life that you want. In fact, they're probably pushing you into these different situations to experience the emotion that you've been repressing for such a long time so that it can actually propel you forward. Yeah. I love that so much. Oh, so good. Okay. So I would love to hear about your year last year, the year that inspired that post and some of the things that you navigated. Absolutely. So what 2022, am I allowed to swear on this? Try not to drop the (laughs) F-bomb. Okay. I've already done it once. I know. It's all good. (laughs) That's why we have editors. Um... Thanks, Marina. (laughs) 2022 kicked the bleep out of me. Um, It was such a challenging year. And a few of the things that I was navigating throughout 2022 was I chose to quit drinking and get sober. Uh, And alcohol was something that I relied on for my entire adult life up until March of 2022. And what I found throughout that experience wasn't necessarily that I craved alcohol or wanted to use alcohol to avoid anything or numb anything out, but it was recreating an identity because I was the party girl. Mm -hmm. I was the fun girl. I was the one who was always up for an adventure. I was up for a drink. I was up for whatever it was. And I was like the instigator and to go from being that version of myself from the age of 17 until the age of 26. It's like recreating an entire identity as the adult version of myself. And there was a large period of the year where I felt as though I didn't know how to have fun anymore. I didn't know how to date. I didn't know how to have like basic interactions with people. I didn't know how to walk into a room of new people and be confident And it was really, really challenging. I was very depressed for like four months where I just like was challenged so deeply by that while also having my heart broken by a beautiful British boy at the exact same time. So there we go. (laughs) And um, really just like I faced a lot of loneliness within that period of time because I'm 20, I'm I'm about to be 27 in a few days, but I'm 26 years old and I do not know any other 26 year olds that have been going through the experiences that I went through over the past year. The other major thing that I experienced this past year was being called a cult leader and manipulative for doing the work that I do and having the business that I have by one of the closest people in my life. So really navigating not needing the support of the people that I deem the closest in my life in order to believe in myself and believe in my mission. And that was just another huge, like sort of identity shift of learning how to stand on my own two feet for everything that I know and believe in without it being validated by anybody externally from myself. 
Oh, oh these are big lessons. I, I've had all of them as well in the last year. <laughs> in the last week. Even. It's like, oh my gosh, I remember last, because last week when the internet failed on us and, um, yeah, I was just like, oh, and that's, I think the, the timing of this is so amazing. And I, I just appreciate your honesty so much because this, I'm sure this is why most people kind of stop, you know, they might start pursuing their dreams and their goals. And then it's like, oh, resistance. Oh, my friends don't like it. Oh, I'm a cult leader. Oh, uh, people are getting triggered and projecting their stuff and it's, and they hit you hard and you have to, really put your money where your mouth is right and like believe in yourself no matter what even when yeah you haven't got off the couch for four months and you're just like feeling so alone and hopeless and it's just like is this actually going to work out for me like I applaud your your courage and yeah the way that you share it because um been there so many times and it's like people people see the external right like if someone was to jump on your social media and you're like you know it's very easy to make assumptions about people and oh she's crushing it and she's this podcast and she's traveling and she's like got this amazing business and da 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 and you know it's so easy to forget that under that is all this work and all this sacrifice and all this courage to make changes that you just don't see like quitting drinking is huge I just quit drinking as well um Mm -hmm. just and I it wasn't even a thing for me Uh, I mean I was I'm not like a drinker anyway but it just it's like if I'm doing all this other work, you know, to like release weight and to heal my, it doesn't make sense that I would then drink alcohol. It just didn't make sense for me. Um, and I've already noticed, you know, being going out and being the only one not drinking and stuff like that. And it's, it's interesting. It really forces you deeper. Um, yeah. And to not fit in, to really accept the fact that we're not going to fit in because we're weird. <laughs> totally. And, and I awesome. think that that's the- <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing for a lot of people who choose to be on a journey like this is like, you're not going to fit in. Like, you weren't meant to fit in. And that's something that I bring myself back to a lot within, especially like last year, all of the experiences that I went through with getting sober, with the experience of being uh, called all of these nasty things, with like feeling lonely, with having my heart broken, like all of the different things. It was like, I am not normal like and that's okay like I'm not supposed to be and so many of the people who are choosing to create the life of their dreams it's like that's not normal and that's okay because what is normal is awesome for some people but for I can imagine the people listening to this podcast it's like it's not the path that you're probably on no no I know I love that I love that so much because that's it it's like what is the alternative being normal okay so it's easier sort of to be normal but in the in the short term eh? like okay so today it would be easy for me to ring up some of my old friends and feel like I was part of that group again and get hammered and not have to deal with anything but the discomfort in me of knowing that I'm so out of alignment with who I actually am that's not easy actually for me it's easier to not like it's easier for me to face stuff and be alone for a little while then, because at least I'm in alignment and in integrity, right, with who I actually am. But it's all, it's all hard. It's like, it is all hard. There's that post that's been going around where people say, you know, choose your heart. Um, mm-hmm. and that, and I love that, that you say that pain is inevitable. So why do we resist it so much? Why do, and yeah, why do we resist it? <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Totally. Yeah. I mean, within that, it's like, 
pain also doesn't have to be hard, at least in my opinion, because it's like, if we can accept it, then we can bring ourselves to this position of like, really, okay, this is okay for me to experience it. Does it suck? Yeah, but it's fine. And it doesn't have to be this like thing that we resist so much. I think the reason that we do resist it so much is because our brains are hardwired to take us away from discomfort. And because it creates discomfort, it's like, uh, like hard, bad, wrong, stay away, stray away as much as you possibly can. Um, but just like we're saying, it's like, it's really a matter of like choosing to come back to what supports you living your best life and creating the life that you want for yourself. Because even within 2022 being the hardest year of my life, it was also the most abundant year of my life. I had the most incredible memories that I've ever made. I made the most money that I've ever made. I traveled the most that I've ever traveled. I manifested my beautiful apartment here in New York City. Like it was the most abundant year of my life. And it also was incredibly painful. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Are those two things connected? <laughs> are they connected? Yeah. I think that they are a lot of the time. Um, I think especially within like the, the manifestation process, if we are not willingly creating space for our next level version of ourselves, the universe is going to present some sort of circumstance in order for us to clear that shit out regardless. So it's like with, um, yeah, like with wanting more money, it's like if there's unsupportive habits, behaviors, people, whatnot in your life, although you may not be aware of it and to your conscious mind, you couldn't pinpoint it in your own life. Of course, like, universal intelligence is going to be able to recognize that and help eliminate it from your life. And that's true for any and all of these things. And it may not make sense to us in the moment that we're experiencing it. We may think that things are working against us, but in all reality, it's like us experiencing whatever it may be, whatever level of pain is actually like the greatest gift the universe could give us because it's setting us up for success to receive and sustain the manifestations that we're calling in. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm very curious about if we talk about the boy situation, right? Because heartbreak is just so fun, isn't it? Um, Just (laughs) one of my favorite human experiences. But um, when you're in that, right? So let's say you find yourself in a situation where you feel like completely heartbroken. What's your process to navigate that and kind of create like, a story around it, a new belief that, you know, how do you manage that for yourself? Oof. Um, <laughs> yeah, to be completely honest, it's like to really just feel the emotion of it to its fullest capacity for however long that takes. Um, so this wasn't my first time getting my heart broken. So like first time I got my heart broken, it took like two and a half years for me to like actually fully be like, okay, I'm fine now. And still from that experience, like had like little tinges of pain that continued to come up. Whereas this experience, I'd say probably like four, six months into it, I was like, okay, like I'm okay now. Um, But it really was just like giving myself full permission to feel it as opposed to kind of like we were talking about at the beginning, like trying to convince myself otherwise. And I think with the, the work that I've done to create okayness within the the challenging emotions that 
my body was properly able to process and move through all of the energy that it needed to in order to like create space for me to then like plant the seeds of the fact that of course it wasn't supposed to be this guy. Like there's somebody who's going to be so much more supportive to me, the life that I'm creating, the life that we're going to create together. And just like being able to plant those seeds of trust in the fact that if it's not what we want, it is always going to be something greater. So I know that's not like a super like practical, tactical like process of it, but I think that like really just giving someone the opportunity to like fully dive into their emotions and like not feel as though they have to pretend like they're not actually feeling what they're feeling because Mm -hmm. that energy needs to move out of you regardless. So you can either push it down and pretend like it's not there and then potentially take it out in your next relationship or you can process it. And then when the next relationship shows up, fully be in the position where like you're ready to receive them. Yeah. I love it. Um, One of the things that's interesting too that I've found is the acceptance of however I feel brings peace, even if it feels painful. But it's the trying to, oh no, it's all working out for me. Oh no, all is well. It's okay. When I don't feel that, that's the thing that actually creates discomfort. But the moment I'm just like, ah, like, oh, and I just sit with it. There's a piece that comes immediately with that. And then the speed actually that that emotion moves out of your body blows my mind. And you think, man, mm-hmm. took me like two weeks to face this. And it's been half an hour of crying and I actually feel so much better. And it's like, Monica, let's learn from this, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 100%. It is. It's crazy. And like, The, when we give ourselves permission to do it, the speed in which that continues to happen just keeps on getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And it's really like comes to this place of being able to really see the duality in it and like the, the acceptance of it, like that it Mm. is just a part of the journey as opposed to something that like you need to fear or resist or push off. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love your whole process as well. And because as well, it's not like a quick fix, you know, it's not, oh, just wave your magic wand and then you met like miraculously feel better no really it seems like there are two core themes coming through one is feel your shit feel honestly honor yourself enough to feel your true emotions and give yourself as much time as you need and then second one is having faith in the process hey like when we have that that core foundational belief of knowing that it's all happening for us and Again, like my study of the subconscious mind helped me heaps with this as well. Understanding that, oh, the subconscious mind only brings stuff up for us, A, when we're in a position to manage it. So it means that we're strong enough. If it's coming up, we're in a position to manage it. And also it only brings it up if it's going to serve us. So I'm like, that's actually helped me so much geek out when the emotion, like it feels so much, but you think, oh, but this is actually, this actually is coming up for me. So that's kind of something that I've used as well to kind of, you know, make sense of it or like encourage myself, I guess, you know, when yeah. you're in, cause those emotions get dark, man, holy, holy, <laughs> like it sounds so nice when we talk about it like this, but when you're actually on the couch and you don't even know who your real friends are anymore and you feel really alone and there's no one that gets you and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Honestly, Hey, I'm sure you've had days like that. Oh, totally. Like, no, yeah, it it does sound, it does sound nice on the podcast. It doesn't feel so nice when you're actually in it. And 
like, it's okay. You're still safe to experience it. Yeah. And that's the key. And you're not going to ruin anything because you felt a real emotion. You don't have to sit around saying affirmations all the time. <laughs> if you don't, especially if you don't believe them. Like, no. Oh, uh-uh. oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So can I grab from you one final piece of advice that you have for someone who is going through it right now and feeling discouraged? Absolutely. Um, keep diving into it as much as it sucks know that everything is temporary. Literally nothing in life is permanent other than the fact that everything is temporary. So it's like, just know that this experience is temporary and listening to everything that Monica and I have talked about on this podcast, it's like the further that you can allow yourself to go into it, the sooner it will pass through your body. I, and there will be clarity on the other side, even if it's just the first step. And you don't need to have a whole plan. You don't need to have a full vision of how everything has to play out for you. All you need to do is take that first step. So the first step right now may be to feel the emotion. And once the emotion has passed, the next step will present itself to you. And all you need to do is continue to follow that path. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible. And if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.